Hey, y'all. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finish that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia, but you can call me Shay, and I am your host of Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, obeying God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving your kingdom walk, and Y, yielding to Holy Spirit. So if you think you'll be interested in our content, if you're watching over on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button down below. And if you're listening on any of our podcasts and platforms, be sure to hit that follow button so you all are notified every single time we upload. But for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back and let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to part two of the interview with Lexi B. Johnson. Thank y'all so much for tuning back in. If you did not see the previous episode, I definitely encourage you to go watch that first because this is a part two. In the first part, she's going to share her testimony and get into everything. So go and check that out and then come back here. But if you've already seen that, I know y'all are ecstatic to go ahead and get into part two. So let's go ahead and get started. You know, within your testimony, you talked about how you started your podcast. So I wanted to get into the discussion of your podcast and talk a little about that. As I said before, it was really just my personal therapy. When God first gave me this idea in 2018, I told you I was so against it. I'm like, there's nothing that I can say. People don't want to listen to me. Oh, God just told me to tell you guys, do not disqualify yourself before you even start. Do not tell yourself no before you even get started, because that's where I was. I had a whole list of things and a whole list of reasons as to why I was not the person for this job. But I launched officially on February 14th. So it's Valentine's Day 2019. And my very first episode was how to love yourself the way God loves you. Mm-hmm. And I remember that episode. First of all, I recorded that episode probably six different times. It took me about because I I was such a perfectionist. It took me probably yeah. a complete 18 hours to edit it because I was trying to get every um, every lip smack, every anything that didn't need to be there. I, it was a mess. Uh-huh. But as time went on, as people started to, you know, gravitate towards the podcast, because at that time I didn't even share my story. God told me to make my story my very first episode. Uh-huh. And that was in I could not do it. I could not bring myself to do it. And so I did everything around it. I did, as I said, how to love yourself, going things on self-love. I talked about mental health. I talked about all those things, but I was still so sheltered on that podcast and I could tell. So in June um, of 2019, so just a couple of months later is when I first officially launched that episode. So I remember sharing that story. And when that, when I shared that story, I got over 2,500 listens in one day. I have went from having maybe 10 people listen to an episode to 2,500 people listening to one. And then from after that, 200 every episode, 200 plus 300. And it just kept growing. And what it showed me at that time was that being authentic was going to be the key. Being Mm -hmm. myself and it was to the point where I had to, 
I had to do a lot of a lot more inner work. I'll say that because showing up as myself was not something that I was used to anymore. I had just been in a relationship for so long where um, I wasn't even allowed to be me. I wasn't allowed to speak for real. Anything that he wanted and he liked, I had to automatically be that. I felt as if in all of my relationships, I was like a chameleon. I was like just shaping and forming to that person. And I didn't know who the heck I was. Yeah, I can so relate. I I didn't know who I was. And it's still to this day, still hard for me to recite things that I like. Like, say, for instance, someone can come up to me and say, what's your favorite book? And I couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. Without having to sit there and think about it and think and really, anyway, <laughs> back I'm to the pie. I can relate. <laughs> I can definitely relate. <laughs> so it was at that point in 2019 where, um, when the podcast really started to grow, that I started to get more into the ministry side of things. Um, and even still to this day, I'll tell God, I don't, I'm not a minister. I don't want to be a minister. Don't, don't you do, <laughs> even though I clearly see it. Even though my therapist speaks it every single time we talk, it's still that I still got that little, that, what is it called? Reservation. Mm -hmm. And it's because I don't see myself that way. I'm still, even though God has shown me the miracles that he can work, because I went from this regular degla schmegla girl from the loo, right? To being um, a ministry leader that doesn't want to be a ministry leader, right? (laughs) It just shows that God, first of all, he's he going to get his way no matter mm-hmm. what. God, if he calls yeah. you to something, he tells you you're going to do something. There is no way that you can get out of it. You, you can, see what happened to Jonah. You see what happened to Jonah. He got swallowed up and spit right back where he was supposed to be. <laughs> you can't you the can't but you cannot hide. It. Exactly. <laughs> he is going to find you wherever you are at, wherever yes. you are. And what's crazy about the podcast right now is I have, ooh, a few months ago, I went through a very, very emotional point in my life with family. Um, and so I have a very rocky relationship with my mom, my sisters, my brothers. Um, and we've had another falling out. And it kind of, it took me out of the game. I can't Mm -hmm. even lie. And so for the last two months, I've actually been on what I call my little sabbatical Mm -hmm. because I needed to not only get myself mentally right, I also needed to get myself in a position where I was back at his feet. Yes. Because I realized that for a while I had been displaced. Mm -hmm. I had, you know, hadn't had a church home. I was trying to do, you know, I was doing all the things. I was doing my devotionals. I was reading my book, but God was telling me that he needed more. He needed me to go deeper. And I could, no matter how much I tried, I couldn't do that. I couldn't go deeper on my own. Mm -hmm. And so I could not, I did not feel comfortable showing up on my podcast as this ministry leader when I knew that I was exposed. And so I've gotten back into church. And what's so crazy is because I believe that I filled out your application for the, um, for your, uh, the testimony Tuesday. I, it was months ago, I feel. Oh yeah, it was. It was months (laughs) ago. And so I got your email 
the day after, maybe the two, I can't remember. It was a couple of days after I had just, I got back into church. I had just rededicated my life back to the Christ, just mm-hmm. welcomed him back in. And I get your email and I laughed. Wow. I laughed. I'm like, <laughs> ain't no way that God, he told me to get back into church. And it's uh-huh. crazy because you are the obedience podcast. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, he was, it was just like, <laughs> obedience wants to do it. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> And it was right after I did what he told me to do. So it was just like, God, it just constantly keeps showing me. If I, if you just trust me, if you just do what I'm asking you to do, I promise you I'm not steering you in the wrong direction. Yes. I promise you something is going to come out of it. And he does it every single time. And so now I'm at this point where he is pulling me back into doing that podcast, into mm-hmm. showing up more, into getting back on track. And I really feel like it had it not been for that obedience to get back in church because I had every every reason to push back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, had it not been for that, I would not be here today on this interview with you. I would not be getting back into what he's calling me to do. And I just really, really thank God. Um, but <laughs> I went off tangent because we were talking about the podcast. No, no, no. It's fine because... I. I needed that. Let, let's let's mm. stick with that for a minute. I kind of went on like a mini. Uh, I went on a lot of sabbaticals this year, and I was really hard on myself for that. But I remember it, it was in the month of July. It was out of nowhere. I didn't put out anything the entire month. I didn't put out a podcast. I do YouTube too. I didn't put out a vlog. I I think I was just going live if I was doing that, but I was just not doing anything. And I was just like, well, God, why aren't you telling me what to do? Like, why can't I do anything? Why can't I do anything? And it is so necessary sometimes to, to go on sabbatical. And you literally said what I felt, you know, I felt like I would be seen if I got on there and I wasn't in the right place that I needed to be. And within that time, I was working on my Bible study X that we're going through now, my Bible study. And I honestly do feel like, you know, God is telling me to get back in the church. You know, I watch church virtually and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but going in the church, it's been a, it's been a love hate relationship with me. Um, (laughs) Trust (laughs) and believe me. It has nothing to do with my pastor. He is an amazing pastor. Like I said, I, I still watch online. I was letting myself get in the way of, you know, what God had. Yes. Kind of like what you said, do not disqualify yourself before you actually start something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, through the study of X, I'm learning more things. And I feel like I am getting to the place where I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to church. But I was trying everything to stop me from going. Because in August, I said I was going to start back. And then I was just like, I missed one Sunday. And I was just like, I'll start back in September. <laughs> and technically, yep. technically, I did go to church last week. Last, uh, I did physically go to church last week. But see, that's how the the enemy just be working like that, though. Mm-hmm. Because when it be like you set a goal and then you miss that one time, see, it's hard for us to give ourselves grace and just get right back on right mm-hmm. back on that horse. It's very very hard for us to do that because I I had a goal to go to church every Sunday this year, mm-hmm. and like church hurt whole bunch of things not even gonna talk about that <laughs> I went one Sunday 
And I was like, well, I can't go. No, let me just start next month. Let me just start next month. Yeah. And I want, and I'm pointing that out because I think it's important for us to be able to say, if I didn't do it today, I can still do it tomorrow. It doesn't mean that I failed. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to get it right. It means that I have a new opportunity to stick to what I set out to make, to keep my yes, my yes. And my no, my no. Mm -hmm. Right. We have to give ourselves grace because then we're beating ourselves up. Then we're calling ourselves unworthy. Then we're feeding into the lies that the enemy is already trying to get us to believe. Right. So give yourself grace Mm -hmm. because you you won't be perfect. We, 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 it's not in our DNA. That's not who God we have. Jesus lives within us, but we are not perfect like him. We cannot. (laughs) <laughs> and so we are going to mess up. And I, I say that a lot as well, because I speak to a lot of uh, what I call baby Christians, right? Mm-hmm. People who are just now starting off are people who have been displaced from the church and they are scared to go back. They don't, they, they're, they don't know where to start or where to begin. Yeah. We have to allow ourselves to know that it's not going to be a perfect journey when we give ourselves over to Christ, because we think that everything's going to be good. Everything is going to be peaches and cream, right? We, like you said, once we get that thing that we thought we wanted, we believe our life is going to be a hundred percent full and blossoming, but the enemy sees that dedication as well. Just like we said that God, the enemy knows all of your thoughts. The enemy sees when you say I'm giving my life over to Christ. And so at that point, his only job is to make sure that you say, never mind. Right. I got to stop this. Uh-uh. Never mind. He wants you to believe <laughs> that your life was better before. He yeah. wants you to believe that everything that you were doing in your own strength is going to top what God could do in your life. But we can't fall. We can't fall for that trick, you guys. We can't. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And also in that, in our, well, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. We can also see how patient God is. He, because he'll still work with you. Like, okay, okay, I almost got it, but let me, let me try again. Let me try this, and that's one thing that I can say. Because, like, in the month of August, like I said, I said I was gonna go, but it didn't happen. But I stuck to my other goal, which was I'm gonna get back on my quiet time routine because I had got to the point where I was only in my Bible when it was time for my podcast, and I don't like. I, I need, I need other quiet time than just okay, what I'm going to talk about in the podcast. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, I got to wake up. And so I do my quiet time, but I stuck to that in the month of August. I stuck to it. And so I think it's so kind of God to be like, okay, well, I could, we didn't get you there, but we got you to do this. Let's try it again. And mm-hmm. for him to be so purposeful too, because I really believe the book of Acts was something that he gave me to be like, this is why I want, I want you to go back into the church. Because the book of Acts is all about the starting of the church. And I could just see him, you know, trying to get me back in there. And, you know, with you saying that, Dustin was like, no, I needed that. Because I just felt like, you know, that's God speaking to me as well. And you said something else that I love too. Hold on. Oh, the testimony Tuesday. I thought that I was failing because, like you said, it was months ago. But I never could get the email sent out. I couldn't get my format how I wanted to. And I was just like, I got these people who want to do Testimony Tuesday and I just can't get it out. Whole while God is like, I don't need to go out yet. It'll go out when I'm ready. Because as soon, it was random. I was at work and God was just like, send the email. And I was like, okay. Didn't even think <laughs> twice about it. See? Oh, that's, 
And I was like, Thank she's you, not going to respond. It's been so long. And I think you responded like within a day. Yeah. <gasps> Ain't that crazy though? Things yes. that we be thinking that they're never going to hold time. All we needed to do was just be obedient. I love and God it. had the rest. God I had the rest. That's so crazy. <laughs> I love it so much. So switching up, we've been talking about the Bible the whole time because I'm going to throw out a Bible story. I love the Bible. I asked people for Testimony Tuesday just to provide provide like what scriptures they want to talk about, what stories they want to talk about. Just give you an opportunity to, to, you know, do a little bit of Bible study. We won't have to go deep into it. But you gave me a couple and I just want to touch a little bit on Matthew 6 and 33 because I wanted you to know like that's what my Bible study is founded off of. If you notice, I said it was seek Bible study. Uh-huh. And Matthew 6 and 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God yes. and all these things shall be added upon you. That okay? is my favorite scripture, girl. <laughs> that is my favorite scripture. <laughs> and so I remember like the journey to my Bible study, like I had always heard that scripture, but you know how some scriptures just hit different at different times in your life. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was on a fast. I was on a financial fast. And God just kept like Matthew 6 and 33, seek, seek, seek. I just kept seeing it. And I was just like, why do I keep seeing seek all the time? Seek all the time. I'm like, God, what do you want me to do with this? And then he revealed seek Bible study to me. And honestly, that that Bible study has changed my life. You know, you you be in ministry so long, you don't think that anything else will come along and give you so much purpose and drive than what you already do. But honestly and truly, that Bible study has changed my life. I, like I told you. Every single Bible study that I've done, I'm sitting here like, oh, this is for somebody else. He's taught me something every single time. Every time. That's because he, need, he needs you to learn it so that you can continue to pass on the message. That's all that is. That's all. Yeah. But Matthew, Matthew. <laughs> look, <laughs> Matthew 6.33 is my all-time favorite scripture. I am not one of the, the people. I say it all the time. I'm not a Bible thumper. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I still have a hard time reciting scripture, but I can tell you Matthew 6.33 because that is the scripture that helped me get to God as close to God as I as yeah. I am. Mm-hmm. Like through every situation, through me going through this mental health journey, through me being a mother, through me becoming a wife, doing through me doing all of these things, my answer was always seek God first. Yes. Seek him first and then everything is going to be added to you. I sought him first when I decided to, okay, I'll do the podcast. The topics came. The people yeah. came, right? The, the the exposure came. When I decided that I was going to go into entrepreneurship, even though those things were not, I don't believe they were for me. They were things that I wanted. I still sought God out on them. I still got ideas from him. I still had my business meetings with God. I did all of those things. And those things were still... I would say profitable, right? They were, they still either helped me learn something or they helped me financially in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And it's just that when you seek God, when you allow him to say, or you allow yourself to say, Hey, I'm not going to figure it out on my own. I'm not going to try to do this in my own strength. God, I'm coming to you first. When you allow prayer to be your first resort and not your last result, 
things just happen different. Things just flow to you. Things just come effortlessly and easy. And it's not to say that there's not going to be things that you have to work for, that there's not going to be work you have to put into it. But it's to say that when those things come, you'll know that it's meant for you. You don't have to question it. Why? Because you went to God first and you asked him for it. And if there's things that you are second guessing along the process, continue to seek him. Like she said earlier, it's a relationship. You, you don't just talk to your significant other one time and let that be that. No, you, you continue to talk to them. You continue to get to know them. You continue to let them in on your ideas and your plans. The same goes for God. Seek him first and everything else is going to be taken care of. I love it so much. Absolutely love that scripture. It's, it's becoming like a real staple in my life because it's so true. Like you said, you really have to seek him in every single area of your life and you'll see the benefits in every single area of life that you let him get into. When I did an episode just talking about that scripture, I talked about how sometimes we will let God into certain areas of our life, but then there's other areas where we really won't let him in. And then we don't see anything happening in those areas of our lives because you haven't let him in. You Mm got to let him into every single area and he will fix every single area that you allow him to to go in and fix. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Just like we said earlier, God, he needs for you to invite him in, right? Mm -hmm. He's not a dictator. He's not just going to come in and turn your life upside down without permission. He's gentle. Yeah. He loves you and he cares for you in that way where he doesn't, if you don't want it, he don't want to make it happen for you. Mm -hmm. Even if he knows it's the best thing for you, he's not going to force you to do it. He's going to wait for you to come to that term and come to him on your own. And then he's going to welcome you with open arms. Just like, (laughs) this is a perfect segue, just like the story in the Bible that you wanted to discuss, the story about the prodigal son. Uh, But I I wanted to add something before I get into that. Uh, You said that, you know, you're not a Bible thumper. and, And I feel like that's okay. God created each and every single one of us for a different thing. And I have to tell myself that sometimes because sometimes I'm like, I just don't understand why people don't like the Bible. But everybody's not going to be you got people who going to pray it down. They're going to mm-hmm. be the, the best prayer warrior there is. Whereas, you know, I can pray, but I just don't think I'm, I'm a like prayer warrior. Do not ask me to get up and do like this one hour prayer. It's not my ministry. No. Get the person right for I can't get up on stage and be a worship leader because y'all going to be like. That girl need to go sit down. She can't hold a note. (laughs) (laughs) She can't hold a note. (laughs) No, but it it just goes back to God designed us specifically for what he wanted us to do. He wanted me to do podcasts about Bible studies. He wanted me to do Bible studies, but he created each and every single one of us. And he put the skills down in us because he already knew what we were going to do. But we already knew. And that's why community is so so important and i know this is a way off topic but just listening to you say that there are things that you were great at that i am not Mm -hmm. there are things that i am great at that you may not be good at right but god has designed it in a way where we are supposed to come together because we are supposed to basically feed off of each other's strengths yeah i'm not supposed to do everything myself 
I'm supposed to have other people. And I say that as I'm thinking about people who are trauma survivors, domestic abuse survivors, we go into that isolation. We have a hard time trusting people. We don't want to open up to our uh, other people anymore because we've been hurt and let down so many times. Mm -hmm. And God is saying that that is a trick that the enemy also uses because it is when you're on this isolation island, right, that the enemy is able to get you to believe whatever he wants you to believe. He's get you, yeah. he, he allows you to believe that you're never going to do X, Y, and Z. Meanwhile, if you just get into community with someone who already knows that, someone who can help you and you allow them in, Mm -hmm. You are able to do all the things that God wants you to do. But I think we have to be reminded that we are not supposed to do anything in our own strength. We're not supposed to do anything alone besides maybe praying and getting in our alone time with God. Everything Even else, we God, alone. exactly. Yeah. We're with him, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. We are all, but we have to understand that the way that God originally designed things was for community. He mm -hmm. originally wanted to be in community with us. Yeah. Right. So we have to understand. We don't. And I say that and I maybe I'm talking to myself as well. I have to be reminded because <laughs> sometimes, again, isolation island peace, mm -hmm. <laughs> this peace thing right. makes me feel as if mm -mm, I don't I ain't got to deal with it if I don't want to. <laughs> right. But at the same time, I could be missing out or we could be missing out on vital pieces of our growth, of yeah. our purpose, just because we don't want to deal with other people. Mm -hmm. That is so true. And, you know, I just, I've put my little conviction over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at God. <laughs> Amazing. So going back to the prodigal son, since we just, you know, transitioned so perfectly into it, you mentioned that you wanted to talk about that Bible story. So for uh, those of you out there who may be following along in your Bibles, it's found in Luke chapter 15. It's it's a very famous story. It's something that I've I've covered on my podcast as well. But I'll just say my favorite thing about this story is verse 17. Every single time I study it, it's like I read it for the first time. And I'm just like, yes. So for those of you who don't know about it, you have this father and two sons. One of his sons is like, I want my inheritance now. I'm sick of y'all. So he goes, he takes his money and he leaves. He leaves and he gets into all kinds of things. It's, it's a story that happens every day in this life, this life mm -hmm. that we live in now. He, he spends all of his money. He has nothing. He starts working for other people. And y'all know he comes from a, a good, wealthy family because he had an inheritance in the first place. So that's how like low he had got. Ooh, yes. But I love 17 because it says when he came to his senses, when you remember who you are to God, because a lot of the times when we're running away from God, we don't remember who we are. We're stuck in whatever the enemy told us that we are or whatever the enemy said is better. But when we come to our senses and we realize who God is and what he can do for us, that's when we just like, oh, hold up. Mm. I am a child of God. Why am I yeah. going through this? So I, I love that verse. But you tell me, why do you want to talk about this particular passage of scripture? This particular scripture, what's so crazy about this is this is a scripture that I've heard twice now, um, once given my life over to God, two different scenarios. The very first time um, was the like the very first time was when I first started getting into church. And I remember going up for my very first altar call and the minister at the time, he preached this this to me. Right. 
So take it back to a couple of weeks ago. Like I said, I when I I just started getting back into church again and mm-hmm. the your invitation had came up when I went up to that altar call. She preached to me the prodigal son. The reason why I love this story so much is because it allows me, it shows me that no matter what it is that I'm going through, no matter how I see myself, that God is always waiting for me to come to him with open arms, no matter how bad I messed up, no matter how far I've stranded off, right? I am always welcome back to my father. I can't remember. I think it's verse 22. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's when the son is saying that he can go back and work for his father. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So instead of him going back and, you know, he he was at this low point, as you said, he was eating the food that the pigs was eating. He had this thought that he can go back to his father, but he didn't think that he could all return back to his position. Yeah, He thought that he wasn't worthy to be his father's son anymore. So he was mm-hmm. going to be, go back and become his servant because even the servants were eating better than he was right now. Yeah. And the joy in verse 23 that that father experiences and that he shows by seeing his son lets me know how excited God is to see me every time, anytime I'm ready to come back to him. Right. Mm -hmm. And it lets me know that no matter how many times I try to count myself out, that God would never, ever, he would never do that to me. Mm -hmm. And it's all, it's always a testament to show me or anyone who I, I, I recommend read that, that God is waiting on you. Not only did he welcome him back with open arms, he dressed him in the finest robes. He gave him jewelry. He got his the fattest cow that they had and yes. slaughtered it so they can have a feast, right? Mm-hmm. And it is important for us to know that there is no reason, nothing that we should be running away. See, a lot of the time we we like to hold things back from God because we think, oh, it's too bad. It's too bad. God, God would stop loving me if I, if he knew this. Well, first of all, he already knows. Right. But we think that if we were to admit it out of our mouths, if we were to say it out of our mouths, that somehow that is going to make God end his promise to us, end his mm-hmm. covenant to us. Right. He, we have to understand that God, that is not our God. Mm-mm. That is not our God. He loves us. He is our father and he wants us there with us. And he doesn't care how you get there. He doesn't care what you did on the way back. As it said in the story, that he he got his inheritance. He went out and squandered it on, they say, like prostitution, yeah. alcohol, all those things. Mm-hmm. And he believed that because of that, he was disqualified. He was gone. And God is like, no, my son, literally my son. Yes. Come to me and I will give you, I will restore you right where you where you're supposed to be. Oh God, thank you, right, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm sorry. It gets me every time. <laughs> it so gets good. me every time because it's hard for us. I would say it was hard for me to see God as my father for a very long time because of the father, the relationship that I have with my earthly father. Mm-hmm. Right. It's hard for me to see him as the person that would welcome me to open arms. And that's why I ran away from him so much. That's why I sugarcoated a lot of things. But God wants the real. He wants the raw. He wants you. It says he will leave the 99 for the one. You are the one. Yeah. You're the one. Mm -hmm. And don't ever disqualify yourself. I want people to start being able to see themselves as the prodigal son, Mm -hmm. as the one that's welcome back, 
as the one who God is going to throw a party for once yes. you return. <laughs> he doesn't care how you messed up. And I promise you that. Right. I'd... And like you said, dress you in the finest linen. The finest linen. <laughs> and I but another point that my pastor points out, I mean, she talks about the other son. The son that was there. I was about, look, I was writing that in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, let me before no, I go. No, no, you go ahead. You go. I want to no, hear what, how your pastor said it. She was telling me how a lot of us um, as Christians, we see what God is doing for other people, right? We get jealous of how God is moving in other people's life. And I can say that for my, I can admit, I have mm-hmm. been victim of comparison a time or two, right? And it's so easy because you see God moving and you're like, well, why isn't he doing this for me? What, but what's going on? And so just like in that story, the other brother who stayed, who was faithful to his father, who did everything that he was supposed to do, right? If you're sitting here wondering why you're doing all these things and God is not, is not moving, it's because you aren't seeing it. And I don't say that to point the finger at you. I say that to help you open your eyes because God may not be moving in the way. He may not be blessing you with the thousands. He may not be doing all of these extravagant things that you want him to do or what you see other people doing. But he's moving in your life in a way that is going to exceed that. You just have to open your eyes to it. Right. You have to see what God is doing. You have to welcome it because he's not going to always answer those prayers in the way that you want him to answer it. Right. That other son, he was looking for a party. He was looking for a party, but God had already blessed his life in ways that he, he didn't even think of because he was so focused on what someone else had. Yeah. He was, he was missing the blessing, missing the blessing, the blessing that already. I think it says in the word that the father responded to him, like, this is all yours. Yeah. All of this already been yours. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to do it. You didn't have, but my son has returned and we're going to celebrate that. But this was all yours to begin with. You could have had anything you asked for. Open your mouth and ask. That's so good. (laughs) That's good. I did an entire episode on missing the blessing because I've been there before where I was sitting in that, you know, missing the blessing just to be real short because I want y'all to go watch the episode. But basically, uh, 2019, 2020, I had an ovarian cyst and I, I kind of was like you, I was just like upset with God because I had put all my faith that when I went back to the doctor, the cyst was going to be gone. I wanted it to dissolve by itself, but I went back to the doctor. Guess what? The cyst was right there. And I was just like, well, God, this is not what we talked about. We talked about this cyst being gone. We're not having to have surgery. What's going on? But the whole time I was missing the blessing because in that wide time span because I found out before COVID and so I didn't get to go get it checked until like COVID had settled down a little bit so it was like a couple months in between there and my my cyst was larger than a golf ball and my doctor she had already told me like I was in danger of it uh flipping over my ovary and then I would have one ovary uh, or I could potentially die if I bleed out um but that whole time I was just focused on being upset with God. I was missing the blessing. Like, first of all, the, the ovary, it didn't burst at all. They found it not because you were in pain, but they found it to avoid you living up until like it burst. Also, it didn't get any larger, mm-hmm. but the whole time I'm just focused on this was supposed to be gone. 
And then, right. oh yeah, also in the blessing, I was able to get the money to have my surgery because I had to pay the, uh, what is it called? The, like uh, the copay or something? The oh, yeah. It was like a $2,000 deductible. Uh, you know, yeah. thank God for, what were they called? The little checks that we got during COVID. Oh, the, uh, oh girl. Oh, Y'all know me the line because you're right. <laughs> Y'all know what we talk about, but basically I was blessed in that and I was able to p- apply that money to that. And also once they got the, the, uh, the cyst out, it wasn't cancerous because it, it could have been cancerous. It could have been a tumor. But this whole yeah. time I'm just focused on, we talked about God, you were supposed to do it this way. Yeah. Yes, but, I, but, but you know, God set me down and he was like, look, you know, God be telling me off y'all. <laughs> I tell people all the time, I know God be going off on me. Like, I know he's sick of me sometimes. <laughs> God be up there rolling his eyes, shaking his head, turning around like, oh, come on. <laughs> I know he do. I get on his nerves, but he looks, he loves us anyway. So, right. <laughs> and so, you know, when, when he, you know, told me about myself, I was just like, you know, I was repenting so much because I was just like it's so many blessings and that I was looking past just because it didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen and I've been in the position as you has said like comparison probably times 500 because <laughs> I'm just like well Lord I remember I seen this podcast these two girls they started a podcast and I think they had like two episodes and they had like 50k viewers and I'm just like well God what is going on I've been doing this since 2019 yes girl that's that's not for you don't pay them no mind god tells me all the time if you focus on the impact that's what you focus on focus on the impact not the income not the followers focus on the impact and that is a word that 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 is my motivation to keep going Mm-hmm. Because when I think about the people who have inboxed me, like I said, that 14 year old g- girl who inboxed me at the very beginning, I've gotten countless DMs from them, from p- women who have left abusive relationships, women who ha- are going through, um, you know, trying to come to terms with being an HIV survivor and trying to find their worth. I- I've gotten countless DMs of people just reaching their breakthroughs. Yeah. Oh, and um, it's just God is just so amazing. So amazing. Absolutely. (laughs) I just love how sovereign he is. I love how everything just works out exactly how he wants it to work out and works out for us too. I just love God for that. So uh, the last question I have up here, which I feel like you have shown us this like all throughout the episode, but what does obedience mean or what does obedience look like to you? Oh, I will say the most recent, well, not most recent, but the most impactful for me this year would be quitting my businesses, shutting them down. And so I can tell you guys a little story. Let's take it back to the beginning. When I first got the idea to do my podcast back in 2018, God also gave me these ideas to do things like my coaching business, the group coaching things um, and that nature. So in 20, at the beginning of this year, I was already doing my coaching business, doing one-on-one coaching, and I had officially launched what, or I was in the process of launching what was going to be called The Girls, which was going to be this intimate community of women where I do Bible studies, where I do weekly gatherings, and I was, my goal was fostering the community, right? 
Well, shortly after I announced that I was going to do it, God had put it in my heart. No, but I was like, but God, I just said this. God, I just, I just, I I just said this. I have people that are paying. I have, you know, people who are interested. What do you mean? No. And not only is this an, not an idea that I just came up with, God, this is something I've been talking to you about for some years. And I'm pretty sure again, maybe it was the yes I wanted to hear, but I'm pretty sure you told me yes to do this. So Uh, what do you mean? No. And so me and God went back and forth this whole time and I kept it up and that just kept with me having to turn people around until I finally shut things down. And when I tell you, when I shut things down, that's when I got the opportunity for my full-time job. Wow. And at the, when God told me to shut it down, I had no idea why he was telling me to do this. I'm like, mm-hmm. God, it doesn't make sense. You again, you just told me to launch this thing. This is getting bigger. I'm I'm finally starting to, you know, rake in the clients and the people that I want to work with. Like I'm I'm making progress. Mm-hmm. Why is it that you're telling me to stop now? And that is what obedience was. Obedience is giving God your yes, even when you don't understand why you're saying it. Ooh, even I when you that. don't understand what's going to come next. Mm-hmm. Because in my mind, I had the entrepreneur. I had it all mapped out. I'm a, I'm a logical, analytical thinker, right? And so I don't just think about step A. I'm thinking all the way from A to Z, yeah. right? So I already <laughs> had it in mind that I did this podcast. Okay, now I'm doing one-on-one coaching. Now I can do the group coaching and then I'm going to do events. Like I had this all like a five year timeline. I knew exactly what I was going to do when I wanted to do it. And God Mm -hmm. was like, your plan's cute. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's what it felt like. Your plan's cute or whatever. (laughs) But let me show you something. And it was so hard because I was afraid of looking stupid, right? I had just taught, I just launched this thing. People were excited. People were coming to me, couldn't wait. And I had been talking about it for a while on my podcast just to turn around and say, I'm not doing it anymore, guys. But wow. that was what obedience was. And I kid you not, when I got the, um, I had already shut down my uh, coaching business. I shut all of that down. I was just doing the podcast. Um, it happened. The job opportunity happened so effortlessly. I was scrolling on Facebook one day after I shut everything down and I saw someone say, hey, we're searching for um, an HR specialist. And I scrolled past it because I'm like, okay. I'm not, I feel like I'm okay at this part-time job, even though it's not where I want to be. I I had gotten content. It had eventually, I knew in the back of my mind, eventually God was going to call me back to my business and these hours, they fit Mm -hmm. everything. So I was fine. But then God told me, go back. And so I did. And when I tell you, I put in the application that night, they called me the next morning and I had the job. Um, I had my interview Thursday. I was officially offered the job on the spot on Tuesday. And I was like, okay, all right, God, I see, like, (laughs) I can't even, it is, God, ever since that point, it has been like, I'm not even going to argue with you. Right. Whatever you say, whatever you say, whatever you say, (laughs) like, I surrender. And that is when you know that, and sometimes it, sometimes it's going to take for you 
for you to do something radical, like quitting your businesses, like quitting the thing that you are so solid in your head is supposed to be your next big thing. It's going to take for you to let go all of your plans Uh in order to grasp what it is that God has for you. Uh Now, I'm not saying your plans are not aligned with his plan and his will for your life, but you still have to let go so that he can take control. Yeah. That's so good. I love this story of obedience. And that's why I like to ask people that because I just love stories of obedience because every single story of obedience that I've heard, it's always tied to something that just doesn't make sense at all. But then at the end of it, you can see God all the way through it. And I just, Mm. the fact that you were obedient that, because that would have been hard. Like you said, I'm going to look crazy, God. What do you mean? That we talked about this? We talked about it. We talked about this extensively. Like, and what's crazy, it's like, I have been pushing back so hard that when I finally said, yes, I just knew it was going to be a sure thing. Mm -hmm. I just knew that this was it. And God was like, oh, and you know what it felt like? Right. It felt like when God told Abraham to sacrifice his son, right? Yes. When God and it, it not in the fact that he told me to shut it down and then never mind. It was the fact that he told me to launch it. And I feel as if God was trying to see if I was just going to do the thing that he told me to do without question this time, because I had been questioning him. I had yeah. been pushing back. I had been giving him every reason as to why it was a no. Mm-hmm. So he needed to see like, hey, are you really going to do this for what's coming next? Do you really trust me? Do you really have faith in me in this way? Cool. And I ain't gonna, it was still scary, but he came through and he's always going to come through all the time. <laughs> God is always trying to either prepare us for something and teaching us something at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because God told Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. It was a lesson. It was a, like you said, I'm going to see, I'm going to see what you do because mm-hmm. depending on what he was going to do was going to depend on what the next step was, but he saw Abraham's obedience. And when he saw Abraham's obedience, we see the result now, even to this day of mm-hmm. us living out. So he's always, when God tells you to do something, it's not, it's not a wrong move. And that's what I try to tell myself all the time. You may, you might not see it immediately, but when he tells you to do something, Listening to him is not the wrong move. I remember when I was trying, to, people were trying to influence me to quit my job and go be an insurance adjuster. I remember my cousin's words so vividly. It's free money. It's free money that they're giving away. And I had so many, so much noise just coming at me like, this is what I'm supposed to do. But like I told you, I always yield to God. Mm-hmm. And God does give me like this gift of if it's not something he wants me to do, he will not give me an easiness. Like I feel so uneasy if it's not something that he wants me to do. And my cousin, she even purchased the test that I had to take to get my license. Like the enemy will make stuff so easy, right? So yes, like, he will. Oh, this like almost $300 class is purchased. <laughs> I got to do it right. But I just never felt like. A easiness about it mm-hmm. and I had to stand in it and be like I can't do it like you may not understand it 
I can say God is telling me not to do it. And you may look at me crazy, but God is telling me not to do this. Right. And it would have been great. It would have gotten me out of the debt because that was one of my desires. I was like, God, I want to be debt free. And, you know, the enemy is going to be like, well, this is how you could be debt free. What do you mean? Let's do it. Mm. But I just never felt easiness. And years later now, years later now, I thank God over and over again because the two or three adjusters that I actually know who was just like, you should do it, you should do it. They were not sharing the downs in that process. Oh, they never do. <laughs> now, they never do. I guess they're sick and tired of it. In that time, I mean, he has gotten rehired, but he has been in situations where he was laid off because their deployment ended. And there was like a week or two where there was not a job mm -hmm. or the hours, the hours were supposed to be from seven to seven. I have a podcast. What do you mean? That doesn't fit with my podcast. Mm -hmm. You are off one day a week. Only on Sundays. I oh, see. Now nah, that one for you. <laughs> oh, and that's why God would not just make that okay. Because I remember I was trying to make I could do this. I was like, I can't do the podcast like that. And He never made it easy. But I hear them complaining so much. Like I'm so tired. I'm never off. All of this, and I can't do nothing but thank God because I'm just like that is not what He had for me. And I'm so glad I listened to Him. Yes. And I see the benefits in it now. I mean, I didn't have a bad job in the beginning. I, I work from home. I, I'm pretty good at my job. I have a Lex company. So it was no reason for me. I mean, the money was great, but it's real hard to be like, no, when it's a lot of money in the process. But we, because the enemy knows how to tempt us. He yeah. definitely, and I closed my business. I kid you not, I ended up coming across a $1,000 car bill after that thousand dollars mind you I quit my business I wasn't making any income I wasn't you know I had my part-time job but that wasn't anything at all right mm -hmm. my coaching clients would pay me a thousand dollars up front wow. so there were many times where they would um, God would tell me or the enemy would tell me go ahead and get a client go ahead it, it if if it was that bad, he wouldn't have told you to start the business in the first place. He wouldn't have gave you these skills if you wasn't supposed to. Use. Like he was using all those things, and he was. And it it sounded good because yeah, yeah. God gave me these skills. Why wouldn't I be out here, you know, showcasing them to everybody? Why why wouldn't I be out here doing the thing that he you know placed on my heart to do? Mm -hmm. But it was for a reason because had I taken that, had I, my time would have been eaten up. I wouldn't have even wanted to uh, fill up, you know, I wouldn't even wanted to fill out for a full-time position. Yeah. I would have talked myself out of it and I wouldn't be where I am today. And I can, even though I still miss entrepreneurship, I miss, you know, being able to set my own days and do all of these things. Uh -huh. I can say that I have never been happier. Mm -hmm. I've never been more at ease and at peace than I am right now. And it's all again, from obedience. I love it. And that is why we're both sitting right here because yes. of obedience. Amen. God said, start the podcast. I started the podcast. It wasn't easy and it hasn't been like, okay, this is one, two, three, four. This is how we're going to do it. It's like God gave me eight and I'm like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do with one through seven, God? I'm trying to figure right. it out. <laughs> how do I get there? Like, I, I see the picture. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, sometimes, 
things things will happen that doesn't make sense. I remember because uh, I used to do the podcast with a cause, and I remember when she told me it was time to leave. I was terrified. I was just like, "Hold up, God!" When you told me to start this podcast, you told me to get a co-host. Why, why, why is she leaving? Why is she leaving? Mm -hmm. But in that same moment of me being like, "Why is she leaving?" Like, why she's telling me this? I just heard God say, "Do it by yourself. It's okay. You're ready." But back then. I can honestly say I wouldn't have done no solo podcast by myself. <laughs> so yeah. that's what it's always. He's always teaching a lesson or preparing you for something. And I just, I couldn't have told you I was going to be here while I'm at right now. But I'm like you. I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. That's uh, crazy. Good, bad, or the ugly. Right. Wouldn't change it. <laughs> I'm in a very good place. And I'm I'm ready to see, you know, what he has next. That's the one thing, like on my 30th birthday, I was just like, Lord, I cannot wait to see where I'm at this time next year because you're going to do some amazing things in my life. Yes, he is. Whatever yeah. I go through, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> everything isn't going to always be easy. Mm -hmm. But with that, I have so enjoyed you being on here with me. This has been an amazing conversation. So easy. I love conversations like this. I felt like we had a lot of God moments through it. And yes. I'm so happy that, you know, Holy Spirit came in, worked everything out. Whole time we thinking, oh, no, it's too late. It's too late. But it, this was the perfect moment. Right and on time. It's, very, it was. <laughs> and it's so crazy. I'm trying to reach for my schedule. It's so crazy because literally <clears throat> I had a viewer reach out to me. She's going through this thing where she moved in disobedience. And so, like, as she was telling me, like, I just felt like, she's 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 down on herself she's down mm -hmm. on herself and i just sent her voice so just like even in your disobedience god is still there even in your failure god is still there and you have given us so much on failure so much advice on failing and god still being there even down to your prodigal son y'all yes. i this was so godly and i'm so happy that we had Thank this conversation for having me <laughs> Thank you so much. I really feel God really did move today. He got me a couple of times. <laughs> like I started preaching and it felt like I was just preaching to myself. So like you said, sometimes we don't be thinking we need things. Mm -hmm. And God is like, watch this. <laughs> right? Yes. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. It was such a joy. I would love to have you back again. Before we go, I want to, I mean, you've talked about your podcast and all those things, but give us a little shameless plug. Tell us, tell everybody where they can find you. Tell us, hey, tell us everything. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, y'all. <laughs> That's how I start all of, off all of my podcasts. But my name is Lexi B and I'm the host of the God Plus Girl podcast. You can find me on any of your favorite streaming um, sites, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, if that's still a thing, <laughs> Pandora, <laughs> iHeartRadio, all you have to do is search God, the plus sign girl, or you can also find me on Instagram at God's favorite. That's G-O-D-S period, F-A-V period, O-R-I-T. We'll try to put that in the show notes, hopefully. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll definitely. I'm, I'm looking at your link tree right now so I can put it all in there. Y'all definitely go and follow her, listen to her podcast. I'll definitely be binge watching. And I cannot wait to maybe have you on as well. I think you definitely have some gems to share <laughs> for my audience. So we're going to get that in the works too. <laughs> just, just let me know when. 
You know I definitely I mean? have thoroughly enjoyed spending time with you and talking about God. It's my favorite thing to do. Yes. So I thank you for responding back. I thank you for being obedient and clicking clicking on that little link. Okay. Yes. It's amazing what obedience can do. <laughs> amen. 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 Thank you so much. No problem. And if anybody is coming from Lexi's Instagram from the promo, let me know in the comment section so I can give you a really special shout out. I do appreciate it. I think that's all. Do you have any last words before we get out of here? The one thing that I will say is to anyone out there, don't be afraid to own and share your story. The silence that we uh, keep ourselves bounded by is what's going to keep us stuck and stagnant right where the enemy wants us. Mm -hmm. The enemy doesn't want you to use your voice because he knows that is one of the most powerful tools that you have. Do not let him win. If it's not, you don't have to share it on a, a, a big platform or even share it to the world. But do not be afraid to own what you went through because everything that you've gone through has equipped you to become exactly who God needs you to be. That's it. <laughs> I love it. A perfect way to wrap up a perfect episode. <laughs> I really do appreciate it. I really do. So thank you again so much for coming on. I always end my podcast episodes with... I pray that this episode found you blessed. I pray that it left you even more blessed. But in the meantime, in between time, be obedient. And you have definitely been obedient today. So I do appreciate that. Thank you so much, <laughs> sis. It has been a pleasure. So before we get out of here, I still have two questions for you all because a lot of nuggets were placed. Okay. So let me know. What was your key takeaway? And also, did you learn anything new? If you are watching over on YouTube, you can comment in the comment section. And if you're listening on the Spotify app, you can comment in the Q&A portion of the app. I love to hear from you guys, especially on this first Testimony Tuesday interview. So definitely let me know. Give me a feedback. I want to hear it all. I want to hear it all. Okay. And speaking of hearing it all, I want to give a very special shout out to everybody who's watching on my YouTube premiere. I see you. We see each other. Thank you so much for taking time out of your night to spend chatting with me. I really do appreciate it. If you would like to become a part of the YouTube premiere family, I do premiere the podcast episodes over on my YouTube channel at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Tuesdays. So definitely go over to my channel. Be sure to subscribe, hit the bell notification so you are notified every single time we upload. And also be sure to like the video while you're over there. It does help the it does help the podcast go up in YouTube's algorithm. And then I have to give another shout out to everybody who's listening on the podcasts and platforms. I see y'all, okay? I see the numbers going up. I appreciate it. It does not go unnoticed. If you're watching on podcasts and platforms, go to my Instagram and comment a boat emoji. Yeah, comment a boat emoji so I know that you all are coming from the audio platform so I can give you a very special thank you. And then I have to give a very special shout out to all of my Patreon members. I do appreciate y'all so much for supporting the ministry over and above. It truly means the world to me. If you do not know, I do have a Patreon where I have four different tiers so you guys can 
click the link in the show notes and check out my Patreon. I have a lot of extra content over there. It's a great time. Okay. Go and support the ministry over and above. I thank you for that. And then regardless of wherever you're watching or listening, you know what helps the ministry? If you share this episode with five of your friends, sharing gets the word out, sharing gets more eyes on the podcast. So be a digital disciple and share the podcast. And then if you want to be featured on Testimony Tuesday, I am always taking people to interview. So click the Google form submission for Testimony Tuesday. And then me and my team will be in contact with you to schedule out an interview. I cannot wait for people to hear what God has done for you. All right, y'all. So that's all that I have. So I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. I do pray that this episode found you blessed and I pray that it left you even more blessed. But in the meantime, in between time, as always, be obedient and I will see y'all next week. Ciao.